If you're sick of the mainstream sports outlets, well, so was I. So I started my own show. I'm Shane Larson, and this is the Game Time Guru. It's different than other talk shows. I'm providing a panoramic view on sports so you can see them through a different lens. So buckle up and let's go. What is going on, everybody? Welcome out to the Game Time Guru podcast. You'll notice that my voice is a little bit different today, and it's a little bit off, and it's probably because I'm in a hotel room in Nashville, Tennessee. We're here for a work conference, but that doesn't mean that the sports information stops. Uh, today's episode will be a little bit uh, a little bit shorter, and that's totally fine. Uh, I just wanted to make sure I get to speak to you guys about a topic that's been on my mind last two weeks, um, and that is the Alliance of American Football, which is the new football league, professional football league that just launched and I'm getting mixed reviews from it uh, from people on Twitter and some of the followers so I kind of wanted to break down my my thoughts after the first two weeks because sometimes when these new leagues launch we get that uh, initial you know surge of energy and we, we see something new and it's that shiny object syndrome and we love it um, and then that's why I always give it at least two or three weeks to kind of get used to it and now I can finally give you know what my analysis is of the league and what I expect from this league moving forward so for those of you guys who may not know the Alliance of American Football is the new professional football league just launched two weeks ago. Um, we've got teams all across the country. We've got uh, Birmingham. We've got Memphis. We've got San Antonio, Orlando, San Diego, Salt Lake, um, Arizona. These are some some you know good markets for these football teams as well. So it's kind of cool to see these markets get a football program, like a football team that's a professional level. And the cool thing is they're trying to pull in players from the regions in those areas, right? So they're pulling in players from those regions to each of those areas um, to play, to, to, try, to try to draw the fans. So everybody was a little bit apprehensive about the AAF. Um, there was a couple of things that kind of I was a little apprehensive about from the beginning. One, they were sponsored by Starter. Now, I remember when I was just a young kid and I had a Starter jacket and I just always thought of Starter like nowadays as a cheaper material. It just seemed really cheap. Um, compared to what the NFL has with their their branding and everything like that, so uh, but they were they were sponsored by Starter. Their logos looked like elementary school sort of, didn't look too flashy. Um, but that was I was like, okay, well, let me see how the quality of play is because we've seen other professional football leagues such as the XFL back in the early 2000s try to launch and and the quality of football was garbage, which is why it went away, right? Um, so. The opening kickoff, like the opening weekend, um, I decided to watch some of the games, and I was thoroughly impressed with some of the quality of talent. We have good quarterback play. We have good running back play. We have good receivers. We have great defense. Um, these are guys who have, a lot of them have had some NFL uh, NFL experience, and they're just trying to make it back. But sometimes what people forget is with American football, if you get, you know, if you make it to the league, but then you don't make you make you don't make the cut. You you don't get out of training camp. You don't really have any other options. Like baseball, you can go to the minors. Basketball, you can play overseas and compete at a high level. But in football, you really don't have any other options to kind of you know sharpen up your game and continue to play and develop. Um, this is this is a league that's giving these players that opportunity. So a lot of these players are playing at a high level, just not able to make the NFL roster. Um, so they're back down here in this league, and it's actually really good football. Some of the rule changes were awesome, in my opinion. Uh, you can only rush five guys, and some people might think that's awful, but I'm like, hey, listen, like the idea behind that was like, can't just keep blitzing everybody. Uh, these are offensive linemen that had literally like five, six weeks to get ready for a training camp. 
um, and then start playing. So they don't, you know, you don't have these offensive linemen that have been playing together for years and years. So they had these new offensive linemen together. They can only blitz five guys, which allows the quarterback to sit back and actually, you know, develop and make his reads and, and throw. So it, it's actually good for the speed of the game. They've changed the play clock. It's a, it's a quick play clock. It's 35 seconds. It's fast. As soon as the ball's down, the play clock starts. So it's a quick game, the, the, the pace of the game. And they, they got rid of the kickoffs, which at first I was not an advocate of, but then I watched how you know the game goes. I love it. They, they don't have a kickoff. They also don't have extra points. They have to go for two on every single touchdown, and I think that's amazing. As I started watching how the games go, I actually enjoy that a lot. It brings a whole new aspect to the game, and if you have to go for an onside kick, you actually end up doing they, – they don't do a kick. They put the ball down, and you go for a fourth and twelve. They put it as a fourth and 12, so you get one down to go 12 yards, and that's your onside kick. If you get it, you get it. If you don't, you don't. Um, and I thought that was another awesome switch up. And some of the cool things are that they've added tracking to the balls. Um, the replay officials can, you know, that they, it'll all come from upstairs and they'll talk it out and they're giving you like more of a face to face look at the league, like the, the officials, what they're saying, what they're looking at while they're looking at those reviews. And I think it's just exciting for the fans. Now, the first week was amazing. I thought San Antonio's crowd showed up really well. They had almost 30,000 people. It was in the high 20s uh, that came to the game. A lot of energy uh, and some good plays. But you have to expect this. It's going to be a little bit slower offensively when you watch these leagues. These teams haven't played together for a long time, so it's not like they're going to just click. Kind of reminded me of spring ball in college football. Usually the defenses um, pretty much dominate the spring ball games in, in most for most programs, it kind of reminded me of that. I mean, it's going to be like that for a couple of weeks, but uh, you could even see things started to change. Like even week two, people got more smooth. The quarterbacks got in a rhythm and the, and the play is good. So what I think we need to realize um, this league has potential. They're paying their players. Well, uh, they all signed three-year, $250,000 contracts. Everyone's getting paid the same. They have some bonuses that they can get and they can receive. Um, it's a, it's a good league. The structure of the league, it's well-organized. They have good coaches, big-name coaches. They've got good players, um, some big-name players, some people you may not remember, um, but all players that are highly skilled. So I'm excited for the future of this league. I think they're going to have to, you know, they're fighting um, to try to get some momentum and some steam. But I think once people realize that the AAF, the Alliance of American Football, is not a direct competitor, which C.C. Hockley and I talked about before, like uh, complimentary complimentary versus competitive leagues to the National Football League. This is a complimentary league to the National Football League. This is a feeder league into the National Football League. This is an opportunity for players to develop, for scouts in the NFL to check them out and be able to grab them and put them on their roster. This is an amazing opportunity. They're playing at a high level, similar rules to the NFL, um, and it's, it's just going to be great for them to fine-tune their skills. I think we should all jump on board. As long as we understand, like true sports fans should get this, uh, but oftentimes I hear this is why I said I, I heard people on Twitter, you know, bashing the quality of play and these players that were quote unquote has beens. Um, listen, okay, the the national National Football League is the top league, obviously, of football. Uh, but just because someone's in a league that's not in the National Football League or not in the NBA or not in the MLB does not mean they're not a highly talented athlete, like a very highly skilled athlete. So we need to remember that. Um, even in the NBA, I, I, I always got bummed because when the NBA D League at the time, not before it was the G League, we had the Idaho Stampede. And that's still professional basketball. 
people forget how hard it is to actually make the NBA, how limited the roster spots are in the NBA, um, how few players actually can make the NBA. Um, there's very limited availability to make an NBA roster, especially if you're, you know, coming out of college and you're not the number one recruit. Just keep in mind, you have veterans on rosters um, and then you have free agents that go and get pulled from. And then all of a sudden you're the new guy competing for two or three spots on a roster um, against a plethora of individuals. So the NBA is so hard to get into. Well, what happened was, you know, people were going to the D League and they were still very highly skilled athletes. But we didn't get anybody coming to the games at the Idaho Stampede. It was like we would get like a thousand, two thousand people at the games. Very rarely did we get people at the games and it sucked. Um, I, I just wish people would respect the game for what it is. There's highly skilled athletes. I got to see some big name players. I got to see some big name players when they were coming through the D League and I'd go to the Stampede games. And that's what I like. I enjoy basketball at a high level and it is. It's not at the highest level, but it is at the next highest level. And that's what I enjoy. Same thing with football. So I think if we respect this game for what it is with this league for what it is, it's not the NFL, but it is still football at a high level, at a higher level, have you, than college football at the highest level. So just keep that in mind. All of these guys are professional athletes. Everybody in college is not a professional athlete. We forget that sometimes. Even the top programs like Alabama, Ohio State, all these big-time programs, you know, you'll get like, you know, five to to 15 NFL-caliber players on a team, um, like those type of professional athletes on a team. Um, and then, and that's why, like, I that you get those guys, and they're, they're really good. Like, those players are really good, and those teams are really good. But when you're playing professional football, literally every single one of those players – is a professional athlete, and most of these players in the AAF, the Alliance of American Football, have played the National Football League level. So just respect it for what it is. I think it's got potential, and I encourage every single one of you guys to tune in and, and, and listen up um, because it's got some 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 legs um, to it, and I believe it's got a future. So check out the Alliance of American Football. Check out a few games and leave me some feedback on what you guys think, and uh, go follow me on social media. Let's do this. Guys, thanks so much for listening to another episode of my show. Now, if you could go and do me a favor, head over to iTunes, give me five stars, and leave me a review. It would be greatly appreciated. Thanks, guys. Appreciate your support.